Okay, so first of all, welcome everybody. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Baruch Hashem. Mishenichnas Adam, Arbim Besimcha. May Hashem, Be'ezad Hashem, will help us to increase our happiness. Be'ezad Hashem, this year, and give us all the blessing. Be'ezad Hashem, Parnassah, and health, and Briyut, and Nachat from all our children. Be'ezad Hashem. So today, as you know, the topics that I want to talk about is the key of happiness. This is actually one of the key of life. And the reason I want to talk about it is because we here in Chodesh Adar. And this year we got 60 days of Chodesh Adar, right? Hashem knows what our situation is, so He gives us like 60 days of happiness. The Rebbe Melubavitch used to say, you know there is halacha in Chod Vasav If you have piece of meat fell inside something not kosher, or piece of uh, or a little bit drop of milk inside the meat, but tell me shishim. So he said, if a person is he's, uh, he can increase his happiness and can stay happy all the sixty days, Hashem will turn. The, the troubles and the, all the bad things that we have, I'm going to cancel it like Batel B'Shishim. This is a beautiful word from the Rabbi Lubavitch. Be'ezad Hashem. So, first of all, everybody talks about happiness a lot, and I read a lot, and I hear a lot of uh, ideas to understand what it's exactly happiness. And I'm asking you, when you heard a person said I'm so happy oh what is amazing uh, party I'm so happy I got my car I got the new wife I got the new baby I'm so happy what does happiness mean what is happiness before we're going to dis- discuss about happiness what is happiness what is happiness I want to hear you before I'm uh, I'm going uh, deep in inside Today, the, 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 the lecture will be like that. First of all, we're going to define what is happiness, what is the things that the blocking our happiness from us, and what is the way to get the happiness to our life. Okay? So first of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, what's make you happy? Understand things. What? Understand. <coughs> what do you mean? Understand my goals. To stick in your goals in life. What's make you happy, Joe? Doing what you should be doing. Doing what you should be doing. Very nice, I like that. David, what's make you happy? Less stress. And also what makes me happy is when I get to lift the Torah. That makes me happy. That's make you happy. Oh, nice. Wow. So what do you think is happiness? What's to be content. content. Ariel? Well, same thing. What is happiness for you? <coughs> Smiling, dancing, watching a nice movie. What is happiness? Peace. Accomplish you have something. peace? Uh-huh. And you get something accomplished, you feel content. And that's part of the happiness that you... you so you're moment. talking about what leads happiness. Like what, yeah. what causes the happiness. Well, what is happiness? Yeah, what is happiness for you? Your soul is happy. Your soul is happy, very nice. When you have Shalom Bayit, yeah. <laughs> so, so, this is the question. Wow, wow, very powerful. When Hashem is with you, you become happy. That's very true. Yes? I'm happy when I'm with my children. Yeah, so yeah. your children make you happy. Wow. That's very interesting. What? When you have God inside of you, everything is, is happy. Okay. I like that. Thing. Basically, all the answers are really true, but, but let's go deeper inside to. To first of all, to understand what is happiness. What? Why the Torah commands us to be happy? When Adar is entering, we have to increase our happiness, which means that it's something impossible, right? 
How can I be happy? It's something I can control. How, you can ever see a person happy in this world? Those the stress and all the problems, all the the the, the parnasa, uh, you know, to, to raise kids and it's it's a lot of stress. How come the 50 years ago people works uh, double from from this time, right? They don't have uh, even 10% what we have, and they're much more happier than, than us, right? So why the Torah commend us to be happy? It's not something that 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 uh, <coughs> that is depending on me. It's something. Maybe there is people that are born happy and people that are not happy. It's something like belongs to my characters, right? There is a person, his personality, personality, happy person. This person is not happy. So what do you want me to, to be happy? What do you want me to do? If I was like 10% happy, I need to increase my happiness to be 20%. It's just a word, but how can I apply it to a real to reality, right? And also, it's something natural. The Torah cannot commend us something unnatural. You ever see the Torah tell us to, to, to sleep? Or to eat? Right? Or to love our kids? It's, 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 it's something natural, right? Only to love our parents is something that we need to work on and to respect them. So uh, why did Torah commend us something that is not, is not depending on us? So let's go and understand little by little what is happiness and how can we achieve happiness to our life and practically live in a happy life every moment in our life. What's the stuff that blocking our happiness? So I don't know if you ever heard about the book For Agreement. Somebody heard about this book? The, the, today they have the fifth agreement, but. The book, talk, um, I really recommend to, to buy this book, very interesting. The Four Agreement says, one of the agreements, it's the problem is today that we are not living the life that we want to live. Most of the people living and, and growing in the way that our parents trained us to live. They teach us and they uh, show us what is good, what is not good, how to behave, how to be polite, how to be nice to people, how to eat, how to sleep, how this one is not nice to say, this one, this language you have to, right? And also, to become a successful person, if you're not a lawyer, no, you're not successful. What do you mean? If I want to do whatever I want to do, not what my parents want me to do, or my teachers, or my friends, or all the society around me. So... Always, it's funny, to, it's funny, somebody told me, I asked a few questions one time in the shield. So somebody told me, I think that, I said, you know what, it's very funny that you say I think. Because almost we have never had the opportunity to think objectively outside of us. Which means... That sometimes we feel that we are a tape recorder. You talk about with someone that the, about politics, right? What do you think about this miflaga or this uh, person and this leader or, or whatever? I think or I think. What do you mean I think? What do you know? You know something about this person from the news, right? From the newspaper, from TV or something. What do you know about this uh, particular uh, sickness? You heard online, uh, Rabbi Google, right? We always. We growing and we raising by the way that all the people that raise us or live around us teach us how to live our life and what is good and what is not good, right? So we never have the opportunity to who I am, what I'm supposed to be, what I want to be in my life, what is my mission? Each one of us is have a unique unique mission, right? We have a different goals in life. So how do I know how to, to, to discover the real me? How to be authentic, not to be like a person that follow others, follow others by dressing like others, by having glasses like others, have a cars and house and whatever. We always, right? I'm not. I'm not talking about jealousy. It's much more like we influence by others instead of to live our life. That's what one of the reasons that we lacking of happiness. 
But the main reason, the main reason that the people getting confused what is happiness because, because they are having confused between happiness to a joy to a pleasure. I'm happy because I have my ice cream right now. I have a good steak. We went to a restaurant, went to a theater, watch a nice movie, went to this uh, uh, party. Is that a happiness? After a couple hours, yeah, after one hour, it's gone. Right? Happiness is something that is a different okay. dimension. It's a different level. It's not a physical pleasure. It's a spirituality level. Right? What's the difference between physical pleasure, spirituality level? When you eat a steak right now and you watch a movie, you have the pleasure uh, while you enjoy right now. Once you're done, that's it. You're going back to the same emptiness that we were before, right? But when you do a mitzvah, you're doing chesed, let's say you, you, you see a family are struggling before Pesach, you give them a thousand dollars and then you're walking by two days after and you see everybody dressing, have a beautiful meal, right? It, it, it fills you up, right? When you do a mitzvah, you do something spiritual, the enjoyment, the, the pleasure comes after, after you did it, right? So how come the Torah commands us to increase our happiness? We said that it's something spiritual. It's not something outside of us. It's something that inside of us, inside our soul. But you know what's the problem? Most of the people, they don't know what is a soul. Most of the people in the world, I mean, they are not aware that they have a soul. They have a different, different dimension in their body. So we're always seeking for happiness. What? What to do? To feed, to looking for something that makes me happy, right? Once, is, once I finish, I'm done with this, this pleasure, with this party, with this uh, uh, whatever I got. I'm looking for something else, right? I'm always thirsty. And I'm making another hole and another hole and another. It never ends, right? Because... You're not talking the same language of your soul. You feed in your, you feed in your soul by doing something to make you happy, but actually it's not make you happy because that's what, it's that your, what your soul wants, right? So what is happiness? What is happiness? If the Torah said, if the Torah said, and the Torah gives us instruction what is the happiness, right? And the Torah commands us how to be happy, which means that it's something that uh, we're capable to do, right? So the, the Kabbalists, one of the Kabbalists book that I, I wrote, Bala Sulam said, something very interesting, what is happiness and how can we achieve a happiness in our life? Bala Sulam said in the introduction to the Zohar, he said, you know what is, what is a happiness? Happiness, it's exactly the, the he said, that is um, consequences of perfection. I'm going to explain. It's a completion. When you feel complete, this is happiness. What does that mean? Happiness, he said in his word, this is a mirror of perfection. When you become complete, when you become perfection, you become a happy person. And as long as you don't get to this level, you're still missing something. So you're always looking for something to feel this emptiness inside of you. Right? So the Kabbalists, Rabbis explain like that. They said that all of us, since we born, Hashem created a human being, create our body. We have the same needs like an animal. We drink, we eat, we sleep, right? So what's the difference between us and the animals? It's no different. What's the difference? And the, the, the animals doing the, almost the same that we do. What's the difference? We are neshama. 
We have neshama, which means that we have a meaning in our mission here. We are not here just to have fun, to eat, drive, have money, and travel the world. This is meaningless. There's no meaning behind it. So when Hashem creates the human being, right? He creates the neshama. It's a different dimension. We have the dimension, the physical dimension. This is the body. And the spiritual dimension, this is our neshama. Each one of us came to this world to combine and to live with the harmony, the neshama, with our body together. Once you be able to connect to both of them together, right? You become a happy person. How? How can we do it? How can we do it? It's a nice word, but how can we do it? How can we fill our neshama? So the Kabbalist rabbis explain like that. We all have a vessel. Hashem created us with the opportunity to create a vessel in order to, to observe the light from Hashem. The light from Hashem. Hashem is the source of our, our neshama, right? Our neshama came from, from, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? So once we connect to Hashem by spiritual level, once we connect to Hashem, we fill our neshama with this light. Right? When we're doing a mitzvah, when we say bracha, when we learn Torah, we, uh, we say a person who becomes chuzer v'tshuva is uh, orot, right? He feel uh, like uh, full of projector. What, what happened? What happened? You have all the, 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 the pleasure in the world. What's wrong with you? Right? Because you connect to the real charger. First time in his life, wow. He, 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 he couldn't believe that he's, he's, he's full of light, right? But once you take in this light in a different way, from a different places, which is physical pleasure, steak, restaurants, uh, relation, uh, forbidden relationships, or other stuff, you get you getting the same light, you get in the pleasure, you charge yourself wow you, you you're full of energy but after that it's gone that remain one minute that's why you you become you're making yourself in a deeper hole you 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 going back to the darkness how come you have a beautiful party you see the people a rich people people who always uh, uh, trying to, to, to find yeah. what's, what's going to feed their neshama, their soul, their little body, their happiness. They're always seeking for something, but it doesn't end. You get the, the beautiful car, Bentley, Porsche, I don't know, Maserati, beautiful uh, wife, beautiful girlfriend, beautiful house, uh, buildings, whatever. You see, the, the, this is, it's not something that makes them happy. And you see people that are barely, they are struggling every month. Oh, they're happy. They go in the kollel, they learn Torah for a couple hours, coming back home, they're taking their kids with the bus, right, to the stroll on the street, they have no car, no nothing. You see, my friends, like Avrechim, right? How, how, how are you happy? Are you serious? You've never been on vacation, you've never been on an airplane. You don't go to Bahamas, you don't go to Vegas. You say, I don't need it. You know, I, 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 somebody sent me, Interview with Rabbi Uri Zohar. I don't know if you heard about him. Very famous. And the, a person asked him, Rabbi, how? And he saw him like he's sitting in his house, like all broken, one bedroom. He said, how are you happy? You look like so happy. You have all the, the stuff, all, all the world that you need before you left this world of secular world, and you become a Haredi, you become a, right, a rabbi, and you learn Torah, you have like 14 chavutot every day. He said, he said one word that I really like it. He said, all what I need, I have. The stuff that I don't need, I don't have. I don't need it. I don't need other stuff. He be able to control his, his, his essence Right? Of Ratzon. I don't need it. I don't want it. 
Whatever I want, I have. Whatever I don't have, I don't, I, I don't need it, right? I don't have it. It's very powerful. So, so, so let's go back. So when we be able to feed our soul, right? With this light of connection and spiritual level, so we feed our neshama. So what is Hashem did when He gave us the Torah? Hashem gave us the opportunity to take this material in this world, like food, like relationships, like even, even the other, other material stuff, and be able to elevate the physical stuff, right? This is our body needs. Shalom Aleichem. And Hashem give us the instruction how to live with the harmony with our neshama. We, we, we want to eat something, right? I see like a nice schnitzel. I said, This is, I'm feeding my needs, which means my body needs. Also my, my neshama getting benefits of it. Why? How I it fill, fill me up when I said Birkat Amazon. <coughs> Somebody told me Birkat Amazon. <laughs> but Birkat Amazon, <laughs> we're always blessing Amazon. So when I say a bracha, I become a gratitude. Right? When you become a gratitude, you become much more. You fill your neshama with the lights of Hashem. Hashem wants you to take this physical world right and to be able to feed not your body just your body and your neshama is like is is always on the side that's what happened to us we're always looking for something to feed our body our pleasure we're going to jacuzzi we're going to hotels we're going to travel in the world but what about your neshama right you don't feed your neshama you don't do any mitzvah what is a word mitzvah chazal said lashon tzevet Tzevet, it's combined two people together, right? So Chazal want to teach us the difference between happiness, between happiness and pleasure. It's two different languages, two different worlds. Why? When you in in Hebrew, it's called simcha and holelut. When you going crazy, you jumping in the party, you can have fun, smoking drugs and drinking alcohol and you're all like high, right? No hallelujah, right? So you feeling the same experience of happiness, but you're using the light, but it's a full it's a full light. It's not the right one. Right? It's a fake. Exactly. That's why it doesn't it doesn't stay more than a couple of hours, right? That's what we're always looking for. The same the same experience, but we don't get it because we 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 are not connecting to the right charger, right? So happiness starts when you be able, first of all, to discover yourself, to discover your soul. The happiness, this is Gilui Hanefesh. Once you be able to discover yourself, who you are. Prasad Hashem, we're going to talk about it in the, in the Shiul. Behind the mask. <coughs> very, very, very interesting. Shiul, Bezat Hashem. This is also connected to Purim, like to reveal yourself, who, who we really are. we full of masks, like, and then we forget who we really are. <laughs> because we always put in masks in the different places, right? So once you reveal yourself and you'll be able to identify what is my mission here in this world, so you have a meaning behind what you're doing. You can get troubles in life. You can get whatever life brings you. But nobody can put you down. No, no, nobody can put your, take your happiness away. Because you feel your neshama. And you work in your neshama. And once you be able to understand what, you, what are you doing here, right? And how to work with your neshama. So nothing going to bother you. Even you struggle, you don't have money. Okay, it's okay. That's what Hashem wants. It's okay. So how exactly we working on our happiness? I do have a question. Yes. When you have a series of events to your life, I'm talking about one month, I'm talking about a person who's 89 years old. Yes. And through his life, he has a series of physical events 
staying happy. We're in trips with his family, see children graduated. I mean, he accomplished. Those are events that he did make parties like this. Okay. He gets to 89 years old, he feels happy. He feels accomplished. Would that be called happiness? It's no pleasure. You can, that, that's, what I, uh, that's what I said in the beginning, that we have confused with this, 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 this uh, interpretation of happiness, right? It could be, you could call it, yeah, I'm happy, yeah, a person is accomplished, yeah. have grandchildren, he's happy, right? But happiness, but, but inside of him, doesn't mean that he's, he's happy. Inside of him, it doesn't mean that he's, his happiness constantly, all the time, experience happiness right you have like moments once you have a pain once something that is not working oh the, his kids didn't visit him or whatever any any kind of happiness is something that's supposed to remain in our, each one of us right it's something that we work we need to work on it we need to accomplish we need to get to this point but once you don't know which charger which button to 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 to, to press right so you're pressing all your life in a different buttons. I want. I, I wish to have this car. I wish to have this house. I wish to have this one. Once I, I'm gonna have. Uh, the, uh, I'm gonna get married. I'm, I'm. I'm. I will be happy. People. Some of the people say once I'm gonna get divorced. I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it depends which level you are. But once I'm gonna have children, I'm gonna be happy. And you have children. <laughs> once they're gonna get married, I'm gonna be happy. Once they're gonna. It's yeah, always you seek it and you never reach it, right? Because you don't know what is happy, right? We all of us are getting confused. We, 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 we always have stress. We always have something inside of us. That's why, that's why the Torah gives us the instruction how to increase happiness. The Torah wants to give us a lesson to our life. Once you be able to identify your happiness inside of you, this is your, your DNA, part of your DNA, right? Once you reveal your soul, and I'm going to get to the point how you can be able to reveal your soul and know what is my mission, right? But once you know, what are you doing here? Once you know that I'm living my life and I'm not living somebody else's life, right? I'm not living what people want me to live according to their agenda. I'm living my life whatever I want to live, whatever I, uh, I came, whatever, any reason I came here, right? You'll be able to do your breakthrough in life. The happiness, and I'm, I was searching about happiness for a long time. And I remember when I'm, I, I got three years ago, four years ago, maybe like one year that I, I lost my job and I went to a different country. And I've been in this year, I was struggling like every week. I, I need to feed four kids for, for, for eight or nine months. Nobody, you don't find a job. Like I was in stress and I was working on myself. Like what's, what's going on with me? I can't even open the Sidhu. I can't even learn. I, I was so depressed. And somebody approached to me on the, in, on the street, I remember. Wow. Somebody in India. Hodi. India? India. India. And he approached to me and he said, you are not happy. I said, okay. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not so smart to see that I'm not happy. Okay, what do you want from me? He said, come inside the car, I want to tell you something. I said, okay, um, I have to go to Mincha, but I have a couple minutes, okay. And he said, you know why you're not happy? Because you're always complaining. I said, yeah, if you've been in my situation, it's very hard not to complain, right? To blame all the world. Uh, nobody helps you, nobody, uh, you know, like supporting you and whatever. So he said, once you stop complaining, stop complaining That's right. and you'll be gratitude, your happiness will come back 
and you see the salvation right away. And then this person disappeared. Listen. And he said, he, 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 he took me out of the car and he said, look, your luck is behind the clouds right now. Once you'll be able to stop complaining for one month, your luck will come back and you'll get the salvation right away. And that's exactly what happened. And I said, listen, Hashem, thank you to send me but it's something very obvious. That, of course that we know it, but it's very, very hard to, 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 to work on that. Right. And that's what I said. Happiness is a gratitude. Happiness is be able to see your life, whatever you go in life, in a different different glasses. In the glasses with emuna that you know that whatever you're going through, even it's a hardships, even you're struggling, even whatever you, you have in life, right? This is the best for me. This is the test for me. This is something that I need to go through in order to break the, the vessels, to get all the abundance from Hashem. Hashem wants to see how I still believe in Him, right? So Hashem put me in the corner like Kriyat Yamsu, before Kriyat Yamsu, that Hashem closed Am Israel from all the, all the, the sides, right? Mitzri, the Egyptian from here, the ocean from here. And Hashem wants to see there's no time for praying. I want to see how you jump in. I want to see that you're not talking, Emuna. You're not talking about how to believe in. You really actually leave it. You actually, and it's very hard. What do you think? It's, so I remember, so somebody told me to buy a book called The Magic. I don't know if you ever heard about it. It's related to the secret. Very, very interesting. Maybe one day we're going to do show about the secret. It's the law of attraction. Yeah, when we talk about the negative thoughts and so, positive thoughts, it's very, very powerful. So the basic. So the point is on this book, the magic. It's actually from the going, but but we have it in our sources. Is whatever you're going through your life and through your day, you say thank you about everything. Once you say thank you. Thank you, Hashem, that I have my pain. Thank you, Hashem, that my wife and my boss scream at me. Thank you, Hashem, that I, I got the accident on flat tire. And it's every day you need to write 10, list of 10 uh, things that you're grateful for them. So I did it to thank you for that. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my kids. They came for all the food on the table. Thank you, thank you. And he explained to you that once you be able to be grateful, grateful or something you see that you turn from bad things for um, something that looks bad it turned to be blessing okay so one time I drove on the street and I got catch by police pull over pull over I said thank you thank you Asim. thank you Asim. thank you Asim. <laughs> I said thank you Asim. <laughs> sorry sir they give me a ticket, $99 or something like that. I said, listen, it's not, it's not, it's not working. What is that? So I called my, uh, my, my rabbi in Israel, and he told me, there is, by the way, there is a book of Rabbi Shalom Haush, it's the same idea. Amazing, amazing. I really recommend to everybody to, to buy it. But, but it's not a shoe about gratitude. Maybe we need to do a shoe just about the powerful of, of, of gratitude. It's, it's amazing. But uh, I just want to make a point before we continue. So, so you know what my rabbi told me? He said, you using the word thank you, right? Or this sgula, or uh, this whatever you call it, in order to remove this moment, bad moments, right? And to turn it, or to skip, or to ignore these bad moments, right? But you are not really inside of you. Believe that this is the best for you. What do you say? Thank you. And inside of you, oh, thank you. Oh, I'm going to lose one dollar. Right? You are not believe that this is the best for you. So it's not working. So which means that when you be able to be grateful, to be gratitude, it's something inside of you. It changed the whole idea. The whole. 
the interview, emuna, but it needs to, it's not just to say it, Hashem I believe, people today, everybody, almost everybody, even people are not keeping Shabbat, or not really, Baruch Hashem, Ishtabach Shemu, Baruch Hashem, once you got a problem, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, something gonna, right, we start to open, right, all the curses, <laughs> Everything is from Hashem, everything is good, right? So, happiness is a gratitude. So we said in the beginning, happiness is consequences of perfection. How you get into perfection? To be able to manage these two dimensions, your body and your soul, right? So whatever you do, according to the Torah, you connect to the source of light. This is Hashem through the Torah, right? Hashem bringing His light to the physical things that you're using, right? Whether it's a food, whether it's any kind of what you're using, right? You elevate it to spiritual needs and then you feed your neshama, you become happy, right? Why you become happy when you say, Baruch Atah Hashem Shakol Niyamidvaro is something something inside your brain, inside your your belief system that you feed yourself Shakol, whatever happened to me, Bidvaro is by Hashem. Right? So you become gratitude even you're not aware of that. Once you wake up in the morning and you say, Baruch Atah Hashem, thank you that I'm open my eyes, thank you Hashem, and I'll be able to dress. Thank you, Hashem, I'll be able to function and to stand on my leg, right? This is the first things that you would do in the morning. Be gratitude. Don't take ever anything by gratitude, by, for granted. This is one of the key of happiness, the powerful key of happiness. Don't take anything for granted. Not only that, once you know that you are not deserve anything. You have no expectation. You want to know what's the key of happiness? No expectation. No expectation for my wife. No expectation for my parents, for my kids, for my boss, for my community, from anybody. Nobody needs to give me anything. Right? It's exactly opposite. I need to give a lot to people. I need to serve. I need to, to be able to give for myself. I give you an example. Once you live in a life ex- expectation, let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back home very late every night after shoe, after many people in my community. Sometimes I expect, wow, I wish that my wife will make me a nice meal, like, you know, like a piece of meat or something and, and uh, vegetables or schnitzel, whatever. Actually cooked for them, like uh, you, you, <laughs> You have in your imagination, and you come back home, you see a hot dog with much potatoes. <laughs> right? Are you serious? That's what I... Um, you know what? I'm going to go to Sarah's Pita or Pita Plas, and <laughs> I'm going to go there, right? Sure. But once you... You don't have this expectation. You don't expect anything. My wife, you know, this, maybe she's very tired. She came back with the kids very late. Whatever. Why not expect, oh, what? Mashed potatoes with the hot dogs? Wow! You become grateful. Once you remove this expectation from your life, my parents are not, not supposed to do anything for me. They did a lot and enough. And what's, whatever I got from them, it's over and over, right? Sometimes I'm telling you my, the truth. My first baby boy was born like nine years ago. And I was expecting my parents to send me a letter. Sorry. I expect for my parents to send me a letter or give me a gift, mazal tov for your yeah. new baby born. This is the first bechor or something. No, my parents didn't grow up. I love my parents, you know, like I owe my life from for my parents. Shemishmotam, and and I was like, what? My dad didn't sign me. Didn't send me a card or something, a shirt, pajama shirt, something. Yeah. A pacifier, something, send me, like, what, what do you mean? No, was, maybe you wait for the Brit or something. And 
And then I called my sister and she said, no, don't expect anything from, from Abba and Mommy. They don't need to give you anything. They give you enough. They make you the beautiful wedding. They, they, they raise you for 20 years. They don't have. Once they turn it, in my, no, they don't expect any, anything. Nobody is supposed to call you when you have a birthday. Nobody is supposed to call when you have an anniversary. No, nobody needs anything. So you much more come. You don't expect anything from your community. You don't expect anybody from your boss, from your employees, from your neighbor, from your wife, from your kids. Oh, they're supposed to listen to me. This the problem, right? We're always getting, getting frustrated because of our expectation. When you be able to limit your expectation in life, your happiness, you increase your happiness. This is another key how we can work on our happiness. Less, less expectation. Nobody needs to, oh, people don't respect me. They didn't put me in the same chair of the Shulchan Kavod of all the rabbis. They didn't give me this bracha of the Sheva Brochas. They didn't give all you expect, right? When I come here, I'll tell you the truth. I didn't know what to expect. I said to myself, you're going to talk about happiness. Don't expect even two people will come. Psh, wonderful. Right? You see, you see, you see how many people? Right? Right? But if I will come here, wow, I'm supposed to, hey, I'll, Joe will publish it all over Miami and it's going to be full like, uh, like 50 or 100 people. And then, what? That's it, the people here? You serious? I will be depressed. That's why I prepare for 10 pages. Like, no. Right? So it's always like that. Nobody needs to give you anything. Everybody's doing a favor. When you don't expect and you're getting more, you're happy. When you don't expect from your boss to increase your, your salary or to give you more or something, oh, thank you, thank you. You shouldn't, that. thank you so much. You, be, you become grateful, right? You see a two people, a person who expects to, to, to make $5,000, right? And he makes $7,000, wow. But a person who expects to make $10,000, and he makes only seven, he's depressed, like, I don't know, are you serious? Thank you. What you got? Right? So you're missing, you're always focusing, that's why, that's why we are lacking of happiness, we're always focusing on what, what missing. Right? What missing on my, 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 my life? I don't have enough money, I don't have enough uh, 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 respect, uh, people do not treat me like I'm uh, supposed to, my wife didn't, right? Nobody, nobody needs to, right? You're not deserve even to be under the roof and sleep in this house. You're not deserve. If we're going to go by judgment, we're not deserve to get anything, right? All of us. I mean, I'm talking about myself, sorry, you. <laughs> Much more tzaddikim than me. But, but if I'm, I'm going to go, like, if, we said in Yom Kippur, right? So once you wake up in the morning, this is the best. What? Thank you. Take a look at the mirror. Why? You'll be able to smile. You'll be able to see. You'll be able to walk. You'll be able to come and work on time. You have a car. Wow. Be able to fill up with gas and your credit card is not blocking, right? Well, Every time when my, my, I swipe the card and it's working, say, say thank you. So that I have, because sometimes you want the card again, it's not working. <laughs> what should I do? I'm, I'm, right? So always, always look at the other half of the, the, the glass of water. So that's why. That's why we start to see, we start to say that happiness is start that inside of us. By be able to work in our emunah, be able to discover our nefesh, our soul, what our soul needs, and which charger we need to charge. Which charger we need to charge? It's the charger that this is the source of everything. This is the Torah. Torah said, David King David said, you know what's going to make you happy? Not all the material in the world. You see, people have everything, but they have emptiness. 
emptiness, always, always in stress, always sad, always angry, they're always full of arrogance. They feel like, but they have nothing inside. What, what do you have? Put on the table, what do you have? Accept your money, take your money away from you. What, 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 who you are without your money? One, one time I did it in my, in my class, like we talk about the Ani, like the human being, the you, your real you, who you are, and ask people who you are. Forget about your, no, I'm the head of this company. Forget about your company, forget about your wife, forget about your kids, forget about everything. Who you are. You know how many people be able to answer this, this question? Nobody. I don't know who you are, like what? What do you mean if, I, if I'm not head of this business and I'm not running and I don't have money? Like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? That's why you're always looking for something to feed your satisfaction, always to be satisfied in life, right? And it's like, it's like a loop. And you're going over and over again and it never ends. I need to be this level, this level, and this level, and this uh, amount of money. I need to make this year, this year. Once I get there, I'm going to be happy. Once I get there, right? This is what Hashem wants from you. This is the mission of your, this is your goal in life. When I ask people who you are, I'm a lawyer. What do you mean you're a lawyer? That's what you tend to be in this life? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's because of your parents, because of people around you, and because of, because of the money. But the money... Is not the goal. That's the people missing. You see the Parsha Truma that we just read? And this, this, uh, this is my Parsha, by the way. <laughs> well, we call it Parsha Truma. You should have called it Parsha Tamishkan. The Mishkan, this is the goal, right? The Truma is not even relevant, just the process. It's like you're building a house or you're building a building and you call it my Mashkanta building, my mortgage building. <laughs> No, this is my building. What do you mean? Mashkante is just the way to get to this building. No, you see that the process is very, very... This is the main thing, how you get there. Hashem wants you to dwell. He's Shekhinah to dwell. Hashem, like she said over there, once you have Hashem, when she nechnas Adar, Aleph, this is Hashem, represent HaKadosh Baruch When you be able to dar, to put it inside of you, because you know when you connect to the source people ask me so how do you know what's my mission in life how do you know this is a, the biggest secret in the world how do I know I don't know I'm living for 30 50 years I don't know I'm trying I'm learning I'm, I'm, I'm like trying to deal with stuff in life but I don't know what my mission I wish to know right nobody knows once you connect to the Torah once you connect to Hashem Hashem will lead you to see what's your mission in life. Hashem will lead you what exactly you need to do in order to feed your neshama and to be able to experience, experience, experience happiness and it will be right away impact your relationship. Once you're happy, your relationship way different. Smile to your wife. You always Welcome everybody. You never get upset. You never get arrogant. You never. You're always humble. That's another another level. Once you're happy, once you be able to recognize yourself, you become a humble. You know what people are arrogant. You know what people make them always showing. And in Hebrew we said uh, it's extremely, extremely, extremely. Self-esteem, extremely, um, um, you call it, uh, when they show it like they're, they're like that, right? Like arrogant, they show how much, how much they are not. Once you see a person, how much he's showing up, right? You see that he's showing one, what he doesn't have, right? Because when people have money, they don't talk about money. Just those people who don't have money, they talk about money. I am going to invest, I'm going to right? Right? It's all show up. When you be able to become a perfect perfection, shlemut, peaceful mind, with your soul and your body, 
You don't need so many stuff. You don't seek of, of millions of dollars or millions of uh, pleasure in the world, right? I don't need it. I have whatever I have on my table. Yeah. I, I wish to, to have a little bit more, right? To become, uh, have stability in life, right? Have my own house, my own uh, business, my own, uh, I see the path of my life, right? But once you know your mission, once you know where you're going, even you got troubles, you got like obstacles in life, doesn't matter. I'm gonna get there. When you know that we had, you had, you're gonna have ten million dollars in Aventura somewhere in the street. How many of you will walk all the way to Aventura, to Miami Beach to get there? How many of you will, will climb on the floor, right? You're going to walk on the floor and you need in order to get there. But it's going to be hurt, right? You're going to sweat. It's very hard. But nothing compared to the terminal dollar, right? Mm-hmm. Once you know your mission, once you know where you're going, once you know what Hashem wants from you, once you know that you're connected to the Torah and you're walking and you... you You'll be able to follow the law of the Torah. You love Hashem and you're happy with what you have and you become a gratitude, right? Even if you've got troubles, it's okay. It's okay. It's, once, it's, it's, it's a feedback. Okay, it's a feedback for my boss. It's a feedback for my, my people around me. Okay, I lost this money. It's okay. It's for Hashem. It's my tikkun. It's my neshama. I need to go through it. I don't know what I did in a past life. You know, it's all about the uh, idea of emunah, to see your life in a... In a very big perspective picture, not to be like a narrow. Oh, that's what happened. No, I'm gonna sue him. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna gossip. I'm gonna. That's what we were doing, but because we don't see all the picture, we have no no goals, spiritual goals. I mean, right? So everything on the way put us down and take away our happiness. So that's why. That's why. Another things of happiness. How much time? Okay, well, we're not 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> so, another thing that, that blocking our happiness is a jealousy. When we always jealous what other people have. Yeah. And once we have the jealousy, nothing in the world can, can make us happy. You can buy a beautiful car, Meritesis, a Bentley or whatever. You're going on, the, on the, your neighborhood. Ooh, you're on the, the roof of the world, right? You're the happiest person in the world. But you turn around, you turn around, you see another person with a better car of you, right? My car is, <laughs> is not, I have to get this car. You buy a house and you, you, you're very satisfied, right? And you see another person, you're going to Hanukkah Bait. I remember we went a few years ago, went to Hanukkah Bait with my friend. Baruch Hashem will be able to buy a house in Yerushalayim. It's very hard. Four bedrooms, very nice house. And 10 years ago for us, someone who is now... Uh, have a business to buy a house. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something very, very unusual. And we, we, we asked, the, and, and people talk like, why? How we got this house? How? I wish to, to, to have it too. So the rabbi said, are you jealous? He said to my friend, are you jealous? He said, of course I'm jealous. What do you mean? I'm paying a rent for 15 years. Of course I'm jealous. He said, are you jealous also for his Cancer? Once he say this word, everybody was, no, 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 no. No. Bless him. Hashem, Shmoto, Hashem, bless you. I'm not jealous anymore. That's what the Torah said. All, what you, you get the whole package. Don't be jealous that he got this business, this building, this house, or this wife, or these kids, or whatever. Take the whole package. Once you Remove this 
But it's very hard to work on it because we're always like that. This rabbi is very famous. This person is very famous. This person has much more money than you, right? My friend have a beautiful wife than me. My beautiful kids, they are more successful, right? You expecting to have this five children? You have only three. Are you serious? We have only three. That's what you got. Are you serious? You came to my wife. You always like. Are you serious? People can can pay a million of dollars to get one, right? So you see that a lot of things that are taken away the happiness from us. But we, we doing it. That's why the, happy, the happiness is not something that in somebody else, it's inside of us. It's inside of each one of us. There is a beautiful story I will end with these two stories. There is a story about a big conference in Paris that for um, diamonds. Everybody used to go there to sell diamonds and it was a big show. And there is a... Um, and people make an offer, right? It's like an auction. Big diamonds, like $2 million. Only the richest people went there. And one person, he wasn't rich, was a thief. And somehow, he sneaked inside. It's a true story. He sneaked inside. And he was watching for two hours. Who is the one going to hold this diamond? He saw all the auctions. Finally, Baruch Hashem. He find this person. Wow. I need to follow this person. No matter what, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to get this diamond. He followed this person and he heard this person talk to his friend, I'm going tonight to New York. I have another conference over there. I need to do my business before I'm coming back to Europe. He said, no matter what, I'm going to buy a ticket, this person. He buy a ticket right away and he spoke to the lady on the plane, I need to sit next to this person the entire flight. And this rich guy, he wasn't aware what's going on. Okay, you, you want to sit here? Come on, it's a business, uh, it's a business class. And he watched him all the way when he removed his jacket, when he took his, his diamonds and he put it in this pocket. And he watched him on the entire flight, he couldn't sleep. He was exhausted, but he couldn't sleep. He said, no, I have to catch it. And when this person fell asleep, he took his hand and he tried like very smooth way to go inside his pocket. The diamond is not there. He said, maybe in the other side. He said, he tried to, no, not, not, not to wake him up. And then he put, inside, he put his hand inside his other pocket, but the diamond is not there. I was shocked. Wow, what do you mean? I spent $5,000 for this business class all the way to New York. I don't know what I'm going to do here. And I'm not going to get the, the, the diamonds. What, what should I do? Okay. He woke up. Everybody gets up. They went to the immigration, whatever. He approached to this guy. And he asked him, listen, I'm not, I'm a bad guy. I'm a criminal. I'm a thief guy. And I follow all the way around behind you to catch the diamonds that you have. But I want to ask you a question. What is the diamonds during? How come I saw the diamonds before you went to the, to the plane? And all the time on the flight, I couldn't find it in your pocket. How could you hide it in such a good place? You say, you know where, where I hide it? In your pocket. I hide it in your pocket. That's the, the last place that you, you thought about, right? You're always looking for the diamonds in my pocket, right? Very, very brilliant. But this is a message for our life. Don't open your big eyes to see what other people have, right? Because the happiness is inside of each one of us. We are the charger. We are the vessel that we can get all the lights on the world. We'll be able to increase our happiness by connecting to a spiritual level.
to spirituality, to, to Torah and mitzvot, to shiure Torah every week or every day. Every day you need to feed your neshama, to change your perspective in life, to change your, 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 your point of view of life, what, what you're going through. To be able to discover your neshama, your mission, who you really are, what you're going through, and what's the goal you want to achieve in life. When you limit your expectation, and you're not jealous, and you always connect to the source, this is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bezad Hashem, will be able, Mishinichnas Adam, Arbim Simcha, Amen, Amen.